You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, it's the Undercard. The Undercard brings you the best in hand combat sports. Featuring major interviews, current events, and the hottest ring girls from around the nation. The Undercard is sponsored by Falling Down Beer Company, Podcast and Church Studios, and is produced by Rochelle Whitney. And now, here are your hosts, Brad, Cody, and Jimmy. Welcome. There we go. It is officially May 14th, Tuesday. Finally, spring has arrived in Detroit, Michigan. We only get two seasons for another, anymore. For maybe another two weeks, and then you know Michigan is just going to go back down again. You missed it last week. We we touched base. Uh, uh, Larkin will be in here in a little bit. Uh, her apartment complex uh, turned off the boilers, which they have the right to do. We looked it up law-wise right. two, two weeks ago. Right. Well, two weeks ago, it was still 32, 34 at night. And? And she froze. You know, we, we, we talked about it for a and, while. And it just seems like you can put on a sweater. <laughs> it you just can seems, put on extra socks. It just seems like in Michigan you could get like a fifty one degree day in July. Like you should never cut off the boilers. But oh yeah, you gotta cut off the boilers. Absolutely you gotta cut off the boilers. But no, I mean I in in all honesty, as long as the temperature remains above the actual freezing temperature, which is what, like thirty two degrees Fahrenheit or something mm-hmm. around there. That I mean, as long as the 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 pipes aren't going to freeze, there's no reason to have heat on because you can put on extra layers. You can put on a blanket. That's how you. That's how you save money. Well, I think that's the number one sign. I'm old. I I just I run I, the heat. Loud. Let me ask you this question: During this last winter, what was your highest heating bill? Uh we just got it three thirty three. Three thirty three. You know what my highest heating bill for the entire winter. Season was ninety dollars. Okay, but one per- and, and, one person, and it's and it's in a house. One person with a so like one shower compared no, no, no. to our lots of kids. Was, our actual bill was one forty six. Oh, okay, one forty six. Oh, okay. Um, but we also have multiple people, so like the hot water's running, and that's gas, and so like I mean, you know, no, no, no. I I mean, yeah, okay, fine. There's gonna be some like yeah. So I mean, I my run electrical my dishwasher a whole lot more than you do because I, I don't have a dishwasher. Yeah, I run yeah. mine once a day oh. at least. Well, Plus okay. the laundry. Yeah, I, I I have laundry now. Yeah, which is nice. I I love laundry, but I run it on cold, cold, cold. I run it on cold too, but yeah. but the dryer. dryer. Yeah, and that that's that's gas. No, and, I I get it. I'm doing laundry for. I get it. I get it. I get it. He gets it. He gets it. Six feet. Yeah. I I get it. (laughs) The big news we're bringing to you is our good friend Cody Stamen uh, is co-main event. Yeah. Um, ESPN Plus, I think I saw it, right? Yes. Right. June 22nd. In in Greenville. Greenville. Uh, South Carolina. Oh, South Carolina. Okay. Number 12 font. I was thinking Greenville. Greenville, Alabama. Number 12 font is going against number 11 Stamen. Uh, June twenty second, twenty nineteen, and then uh, I thought you were saying the typeface that they use number twelve font. Oh no, I thought no, it was no, the typeface. I did too. 
okay. Font is going against Stamen. No, no, okay. I knew his last name was Font, but like just the way he said it. <laughs> yeah, it like, just was funny for a second. Font. But you can hashtag that uh, UFC Greenville. Send out your well wishes to Cody. Uh, co-main event. That's huge. Yeah, uh, mo- moving big. But that all around is a great fight weekend for uh, the state of Michigan because the next following day. It's official on a Sunday. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Sunday boxing. Tony Harrison is defending his belt against Charlo Charlo again. Yeah. And so uh, if you didn't see that press conference, A, I can't repeat (laughs) any of it, but B, I can can repeat. Cornball. I can. Cornball. I can repeat it verbatim. Beep, 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 beep. Yeah, it was. was, it was you uh, beep. Beep, beep. It was intense. Uh, these guys really don't like each other. No, they do not. And uh, and it's that that it. I mean, it, you know, uh, a lot of times fighters will hype it up that they don't like each other to, you know, give hype for the no. But they legitimately despise each other right charlo thinks that harrison stole the win from him harrison thinks that charlo's being a sore loser i mean and and charlo's gone after him and harrison's not you know not sitting down and taking it he's going right back after him the old adage if you don't like it don't leave it to the judges that's right and and finish beforehand now the great thing is uh for some reason, after the press conference, like I was even more like, "Oh, I think Harrison's got this," and uh, I thought Tony had it before, but just something, something about the way Tony just fits as a champion. Yeah, I think he's gonna have it for a little bit. I, 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 I agree, but I think, I think Charlo's gonna be much more aggressive yeah. this time around. I mean, much more aggressive. But this Tony's time around. quick enough to. He is. That. He is. But Tony's got to. I, I love Tony to death, but Tony's got to get out of. He can't believe his own hype. I don't think he, he does. I think he does a little bit. No, I no, think, I don't think he does at all, because he even he even pointed out the the guy hasn't changed since we've known him. And somebody asked him off to the side, how has it the championship changed him? It hasn't. I've been around Tony since then. It hasn't changed him. He's still training kids and stuff. No, no, so no. So I don't no. think he he's I don't, believing his. Hype. I don't. That's just it. Is I, I'm not. I don't mean that he's changing who he is fundamentally. I think. I think he's starting to buy into his own hype that he's. Guys wearing a brand that he shirt. can. He didn't even. He didn't even iron it. Sorry. Oh, distracted. Oh, okay. There, there's it, it for those of you that are listening. There's a ton of people outside. Uh, <laughs> uh, the 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 studio is just a bunch of windows. So half of the time we're people watching and watching. You know, my my free for, my my free free <laughs> my three favorite things to watch from inside the studio are. Uh, uh, people that are like looking around and you know just enjoying, pot, you know, uh, uh, Detroit shipping for the first time, uh, and then it's a combination of two: drunk guys trying to hit on girls, and the girls trying to politely tell the guys that they're not interested. And it's funny to watch the guys drunkenly try to hit on them and just doing a horrible job at it. And then the women, their facial expressions of, mm, no, I'm okay. Please leave me now. <laughs> well, it's just his shirt's kind of obvious. It's, it's just 
It's just the not. The, the, the pink shirt? Yep. Oh, yeah. You can tell it's completely new. Yeah. So you were saying he's I'm buying into the hype. I was saying he's buying into the hype that I think he... I, I don't, I don't want to say he's going to... He's going to walk into this thinking that he's got it. And I think that might be a little bit dangerous. I mean, anything's possible, but I think that um, with Tony, I've I've never, uh, never have doubted that he would get to this point. I mean, no, shit, it's even on a, a back of a uh, playing card. Yeah, uh, that you made. Yeah, it's just like my quote is what right. I'm saying is that I, I just I always thought he would get here, but um, that thing was fueled, but. That division's my favorite division right now in boxing, and this past weekend, um, probably fight of the year, uh, Heard versus uh, J-Rock Williams. It went the distance. Uh, Williams, talking about some people maybe taking it too too um, uh, lightly, Heard, um, who is the champion, uh, was throwing wild. Uh, Williams with speed was able to just toe to toe go at it. These guys were going like crazy, and the decision went to Williams as it should. Uh, very good fight though. Uh, entertaining, just fun to watch from start to finish of these guys. Just like everything was like a a body shot. In um, when when they get close. And they put their heads into each other, mm-hmm. and they're just wailing away at each like other. Ward That's my favorite Gotti. kind of boxing. Like Ward Gotti. Yep. yep. Ward Gotti, uh, Pravetnikov, uh, uh, Matisse. Mm-hmm. Those type of fights I absolutely love. So this early fight of the year. And then um, Tony Harrison reached out to J-Rock Williams afterwards. J-Rock Williams was a huge underdog. Um, I, I don't know, maybe 7-1 to one or something like that. And... Um, uh, of course, Harrison was an underdog versus Charlo. He extended out congratulations to him, and uh, he said, "Hey, you know, when I get past Charlo, let's unify this thing." Williams agreed. A couple of underdogs going at it. Um, it's not Harrison looking past it. It was just him kind of saying, "Congratulations, you look good," mm-hmm. and uh, it was it was exciting in boxing. So you know, there there we go. So. But what have you been up to, Jimmy? You've not been on the show in a yeah. little bit. Well, you know, if people would, you know, communicate, I, I wouldn't have issues of knowing what was going on. I'm on a 14-hour sleep cycle right now, uh-huh. I, and you, you think I'm joking. It's not. 14 hours a, a night? A day. So how are you always so tired? That's a good question. <laughs> I'm like hibernating. I don't he know. He told me yesterday. Are you, he's do like, you have mono? I no. mean, I should test for it. What time, what time did we're sitting up and we were like, I was like, man, I'm tired or something like that. And I'm like, um, he's like, well, I didn't nap today. I'm like, no, but you slept until three. Yeah. <laughs> so now wait, 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 wait. For people that don't know, I've started managing boxers and stuff. I was actually working. The phone was by by me. It was dinging. I was checking it and then going back to bed for like another 10 minutes and stuff. I was actually working through that time period. Oh. Uh, I'm on the clock. Then. You you can you can make any excuse you want, Brad. 13 so, hours a day is pretty so, good. So though. 14 14 hour a day sleep cycle. I'm on a 4 hour a day sleep cycle. Um no, I mean work Let's- Find that balance, me and you, buddy. Nah, I, I just, I don't have time. Um, uh, you so take I'm some working, of my hours, I take. Yeah, well, no, I just. some of my hours. I You would have to make a day more than 24 hours. 
Like, uh, or it's just not going to work. Secret to my success is I'm living 25 hours a day. Yeah. Well, you, you, you saw me that technology. Yeah. <laughs> um, so no, I mean, I'm working, uh, you know, um, and then my show, uh, as you like it. Um, <laughs> I actually got involved with this show. Uh, and you guys actually know the director, Trice. Oh, Trice, who is also a ring announcer. Yeah, yeah. Actually, he was talking about that the other the other night at rehearsal. How he fries his voice every time he does ring announcing. But yeah, because he gets a little crazy. Well, he does. He gets the wrestling approach, and he doesn't know how to temper it, how to do the actual voice without crushing your larynx by doing it. Yeah, which is funny because I play in the so in the show it's much smaller roles than I did in Hamlet. I know you guys didn't see Hamlet, but smaller roles than I was in Hamlet. I'm playing two different characters. One is Charles the Wrestler, who has me dressing up as like a luchador. Right. Um we brought the belt. Yeah, you got the belt, brought me the belt. Um and then the other one is Corin, who is an older um like shepherd kind of thing, but Trice is setting it. Trice has got this thing in his head all about the migrant caravan. So he's setting it as you like. It takes place in and around like the forest of Arden and there's shepherds and there's dukes that are banished. And the way that he's kind of playing it is that the migrant caravan are like the banished people and they're trying to like settle and the shepherds are like aid workers. So that's kind of like how the costume is going to be and a little bit of like, little bit of mentions here and there but it's still shakespeare um so yeah charles the wrestler it, i'm doing kind of like a wwe gravelly kind of voice and then nice. corin i'm doing kind of like professor farnsworth like oh my yes <laughs> <laughs> um so two different voices um but uh yeah uh so anyways uh, i got in this fall involved in this production because uh my friend Charday, who was polonius when we did uh hamlet contacted me about 2 3 weeks ago and said hey are you doing any shows right now and i'm like no we just closed the last show at concordia she's like because we need people for the show that i'm stage managing and she told me what it was and i'm like oh okay yeah that's that Sure, I'll, I'll, I'll be a part of it. And then it, there's a lot of back and forth and they had people and they didn't have people and they needed me to do this and they needed me to do that and blah, blah, blah. But, uh, and then like a week and a half in, she quit. <laughs> so I was kind of like stuck, okay. um, doing the, the show. Um, but it was just, yeah, anyways. So, um, so it's Shakespeare's it's as Shakespeare, you like it. Yes. It's- which, Go ahead. Oh, no, no. I was just giving it some props. Oh, yeah, It's going to yeah. be at the GPW Presbyterian at 199. Gross Point, Gross, Gross Point oh. Woods Presbyterian Church. 19950 Mac Avenue. Mm-hmm. Uh, tickets available at the door or online. Mm-hmm. Uh, PFP, as you like it, dot brownpapertickets.com. Um, but your second Shakespeare in a row, but this one's more traditional, correct? Well, no, it, it, it's set in modern time, but we're using the first folio, uh, version of it. It's still been cut. It's going to be an hour and a half, no intermission. Um, the language hasn't, I mean, when we did Hamlet, we changed the language just slightly to make it a little bit more accessible to modern audiences. This uses the actual, uh, language with, you know, I mean, there's cuts still, but, um, the actual language, but it's, uh, Hamlet is very much a, uh, drama. This is a comedy. Uh, 
Mm-hmm. So uh, basically, it's it's one of Shakespeare's earlier plays. So he's still kind of finding his voice. But the basic idea is um, there's mistaken identities. There's people pretending to be people that they're not. People falling in love. So you see in as you like it the beginnings of some of his greater comedies like. Uh, Midsummer Night's Dream and Love's Labor Lost and The Taming of the Shrew and Much Ado About Much Ado About Nothing and you see inklings of what became I don't want to say the better plays but the more fleshed out versions of these caricatures starting with As You Like It. Is there starved Hamlet fans or not Hamlet uh, Shakespeare fans out there that are just tired of? Uh... Uh, lit Larkian, uh, that are just tired of, uh, um, I'm sorry, say that again. Are, are there Shakespeare fans out there that are just absolutely tired of like the same plays being done that will probably like see this because it's a play that, at least from my general knowledge, Maybe. I don't see too much of, uh, you know what I'm saying? I don't yeah. see this done as much. Well, I mean, yeah, I, we hope. <laughs> we hope people are going to come see it. Um, but, yeah, I mean, As You Like It is one of his lesser known plays, but it's also one of his, uh, you know, it's one of the comedies. Um, and the reason that it's one of the lesser known plays is because people tend to do his later works because from an academic standpoint, those are his masterpieces. These are like the beginnings of him learning his trade. Um, so people, you know, the, the, the stuffy shirts, the professors, the academics are like, well, it's not as good as Love's Labored Lost or much ado about nothing or taming of the shrew. So we're going to use those because he's found his voice. He's honed his craft. And these are the masterpieces that we're beginning in as you like it, but you get to see, I mean, it's a funny show and there's some great, uh, there's some great moments in it and we're playing up um, some of the, 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 you know, like the comedy and stuff um, like uh, one of the characters, uh, Rosalind, um, she is pretending to be a guy named Ganymede. And so she's dress dressing like a boy, but, uh, uh, the director Trice has her <laughs> work. She's working on it. She's doing a pretty good job, but, uh, the, the direction that he gave her is that Ganymede's voice is a cross between John Wayne and Matthew McConaughey. So every night when she comes in rehearsal, you hear her going, all right, all right, all right, <laughs> all right, all right, all right, all right, well, Pilgrim. Like, she's trying to get the the voice by by doing that. Does she you take know? her shirt off like Matthew McConaughey? No, no, because no. that would be uh, illegal. Okay, sports bra. <laughs> I mean, I mean, it's, it's also a church. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, <laughs> speaking of which, I was thinking of this really quick. Uh, so Larkin's our ring girl for today. She's going to change in the ring girl outfit. We are literally sending her through a church group here in a second <laughs> with the ring girl outfit on. Awesome. It's going to be actually kind of funny to watch people's reaction as she mingles her way back I, through like Barry Sanders. I, I'm really not concerned there. I'm not it's, either. It's not Baptists out there. Yeah. <laughs> no, I just want to see like like a new like Barry Sanders through and like get, see who get, turns. Yeah. Excuse you me. Get, excuse you me. Get, you get a you get a woman out there and say, I have exercised the demons. <laughs> yeah, let's see. Come here, girl. <laughs> let's see how many people take those vows serious out there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Thou shall not covet. 
Um, well, that's very cool, man. Yeah, keep so plugging I've been, it. And... I've been doing that, and uh, 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 and then I also um, a friend, uh, mentor, um, teacher. Uh, who I've known for 20 plus years. Last year, early last year, he got diagnosed with prostate cancer. Um, been fighting it for a while. Uh, kind of took a turn for the worse. Right when we were doing Hamlet, uh, he, uh, got the news that the chemo that they had been doing, the cancer had just kept growing. It didn't really do anything. Um, he ended up having to go into the hospital and now into rehab because a tumor started growing on his spine. Uh, and he couldn't walk anymore. So they've done stuff. He can, he's starting to get some mobility, but I am organizing a retirement party because he retired from both colleges, mm-hmm. retirement party or event, uh, slash celebration of life, uh, at the, uh, the college that he's taught at the most, Henry Ford Community College or now Henry Ford College. Um, and we're, it looks like we're either going to officially or unofficially, we're going to dedicate the scene shop, uh, to him because that's what he did the most was technical director. He was technical director there for like 28 plus years, um, or something, uh, or maybe a little bit less than that. Maybe like 22 years. I probably like took classes in that building. The speech the, art building? Yeah, the McKenzie Fine the Arts Brown? building. Yeah. Yeah, McKenzie Fine Arts building. So took speech. So yeah. on June 8th, uh, I'm going to be, <laughs> I'm going to be uh, doing that, and then now it looks like I'm going to be leaving there, going over oh, to... she needs back in. She didn't mingle through that crowd. But they wonder what she's doing in here now. Um, so, yeah, so I'll be Everybody's leaving there, looking. going to the uh, uh, graduation party, and then to <laughs> uh, rehearse, or to uh, the performance for uh, As You Like It, which will be our second weekend. So mad you went that way. That's a church group. I wanted to see like how you mingled through the crowd with the church <laughs> We, we group, wanted dude. to see them try to exercise you. Oh, I didn't know. I saw you go that yeah. way, man. I wanted you to dance through there like a running back in the NFL. <laughs> we wanted to see them try to exercise you. Right, exactly. We want to see which one's our favorite. Be gone, foul demon. We don't do that. We Where don't. They with? might. Which one no, you going don't. with, Largan? Which one you going with? This one. All right. Rock and roll. But yeah, we don't, we don't, um, I didn't get to see that, but you know, they are Catholics and I'm Catholic, so I can say this. They're big drinkers. I'm probably not going to get a beer tonight. I know that much, man. <laughs> that, that is they're probably not going to They're only big drinkers if they're, if they're, well, and you can get a beer because they're Catholics. It's all about the wine. No. Well, yeah, <laughs> but I'm, I'm saying this is why we throw festivals and stuff. We, I, I we drink like crazy. I know. St. So. Sebastian has their festival this weekend, I think. That's where I met it your parents is. for the first time. Yeah, I know. I know. Bingo! Bingo! bingo. Yeah. That's a good yeah. bingo. Yeah. Um, yeah, so uh, uh, that's what I've been up to. That's basically what I've been doing. Uh, and also, um, we're going to... Uh, we're not sure exactly where yet, but I've turned. My, do you remember the blog that I wrote about my online dating mm-hmm. yeah. things? So I basically turned it into a stage play, and we're gonna put it on in the fall. What? Or, yeah. Congratulations. Yeah. We're not. We're not exactly sure where yet. Uh, but myself, uh, Tim, who played Hamlet, uh, and a couple other people really want to 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 turn this into a show and actually. Uh, uh, and mount it. So are we going with the dramatic feel? No, no, no. It's a total comedy. 
It okay. is a one hundred percent comedy. Are you talk? Is the one part with the bathroom going to be in it? If yes. It's, if it's a yes. comedy, yeah, uh, like a Gallagher show, the front row has to have like uh, the plastic sheets, and you got to have like something go out for the bathroom scene. No, <laughs> like Gallagher, where like they know what they're getting into. No. Like first and round's part of the end. <laughs> let me, let me. Um, <laughs> That'd be let awesome, me, like Gallagher. It'll be, it'll let it'll me, be like a let think, water overflowing off the stage let like me, blood. Let me think. In it, let me think. In, no. Really? <laughs> no. Come on. That's well, first of all, it's going to, first of all, it would be too difficult to do. Break that fourth wall. Second of all, well, the, the fourth wall is going to be broken <laughs> a lot. Actually, when uh, the main character uh, who is, is doing. Who, well, no, actually, his name is Tim, not Jim. Um, oh, like the office. How they yeah, that. exactly. Um, Quite the stretch, Tim uh, and Jim. Yeah. So uh, he's going to be doing a monologue like while he's writing. And what's going to happen is there's going to be other things going on, but he's going to be writing about his dates. And it's going to start off with him typing in his blog. And then it's going to transition into, into an actual scene yeah. of ah. the date. Um, but there's going to be like the office, there's going to be moments where the action freezes and he directly addresses the audience. So is, uh, so say he's typing, is that person going to stay there the entire time? No, it's the same guy. Okay. So so what's going to happen is is he's going to start the whole play there. No, 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 no. I want to know. So it's going to start off as, you know, like, uh, you know, May 13th, blah, 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 went out on, you know, um, you know, they say that love is blind, but, uh, apparently my date could see really well or something like that. And then it's going to go into a little bit of a voiceover and he's going to walk from the computer, which will be on rollers and then go sit down at the table or on the park bench or whatever. And then it'll immediately go into the scene after a little bit of the voiceover work. Okay. So he's not actually speaking when he's typing. It's the voiceover that's doing the thing. So, but it's his voice. Okay. Yeah. We're going to record his voice. So yeah, I, I, I picked like six or seven of the dates that I wrote about, and then there's going to be other things going on, like him Is talking to his. Is the dating show one going to be on there? Uh, the dating show was not a part of the blog. Dang it. No, I, I, didn't, I didn't give him the rights from the undercard for that. Well, no, but it also wasn't <laughs> a. And also, the dating show was not a part of the blog because it existed. It happened After. before before the the blog. The, the blog right. Oh, okay. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So this basically just is all about the, the blog. For what? I said you still don't got the rights. I was I, joking. I own the rights. It was my thing. <laughs> the dating show. The dating show. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was his life. I it was. Know. It was my idea to do the dating show. I'm not that much of a dick. I was just joking. <laughs> no, speaking, but it's fine. Uh, speaking of your line, uh, do you know that you know they say that love is blind, uh, but this girl wasn't. Or uh, I, I'm not. I'm not saying that's what it was. I'm, I. I know Brad's pretty much blind right now. So no, (laughs) what I'm hiding behind that pole. See, you know what I've dealt with now. So (laughs) it's been bad, actually. We're getting a GoFundMe page for sunglasses. So, anyways, um, have you seen Lionel Richie's "Hello" video? Oh, thank you, champ. Have you seen Lionel Richie's "Hello" video? Yeah. Okay. First off, Me Too movement, right now. Yeah. So uh, he's teaching a drama class. And while he's teaching the drama class, uh, one of his blind drama students he's in love with. So mm-hmm. Lionel high school. Ri- high school. So Lionel Richie, hello, is it me you're looking for? Mm-hmm. He's talking about it. Mm-hmm. And at the end, 
the art teacher comes in and says, hey, you got to come see this. And she sculpted his face as her teacher. Mm -hmm. And it's Lionel Richie looking like a Chia pet. Mm -hmm. And they kiss. Mm -hmm. And he's her high school teacher. That video is is bad. Mm -hmm. But then I found one worse. Billy Ocean, lover boy, no reason whatsoever, is in like a Star Wars cantina scene. Yeah. Talking about like... With a floating... Prism, prism that he sings in right and then like star wars is there yeah but the lionel richie one is so bizarre because back then was it okay to like hit on high- like i mean it, she's clearly oh, high never, school no they were college no yeah it was college it was college i guarantee you it they was had college. lockers there there are colleges especially yeah, there are colleges. private colleges you have lockers what yeah true story don't look at me. What fuck world is this? There are the there are private college colleges, especially like Christian Christian colleges. Well, that was definitely they not have a lockers. Christian college last well, night. Well, you never know. Well, you, Lionel Richie? No, 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 you never know. The lover boy, you got to check Hot out, too. teacher, I mean. Regardless, though, I feel like Don't that, stand so well, close to me. I know that that still does happen. Like, that just happened in, like, my hometown. Like, last year. Some girl graduated and now she's magically dating her gym teacher and they were talking this whole time and blah 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 blah. And it was oh, like that this happened huge in my drama. Oh, that happens. Yeah, that happens, happens like all the yeah, time. Yeah, my my one of my friends from the school. That, she yeah. ended up marrying him. Yeah, the ones that I don't get are the and he the, was her coach at one time. The ones that yeah. I don't get are all these female teachers that keep getting arrested for having sex with like middle school boys. It's like <laughs> first of all, they don't know what they're doing. What are you doing? <laughs> You know, second of all, why would she even be attracted to a child? I, well, beyond that, beyond that, it's like so get a guy who actually has some experience, who knows what they're doing, knows their way around the female form. You Don't know, get a little boy who his entire view of sex is what he's seen on the internet and in nudie magazines. You know, you know what it is, and this is my god honest uh, professional opinion here. Uh, that the world is going to hell in a handbasket. No, uh, you know, like back when we grew up, mental illness was like a lot of different things. But now narcissism is such oh, on yeah. a rise. Oh yeah, and these ladies can get attention from a pubescent oh, boy. I, I get that. You know what I'm saying? Kind like, of. Like Larkin's into psych too. Like narcissistic people. You can't even deal with them, man. It's just like on a whole crazy level right now where it's just like selfie crazy, Instagram popular. Yeah, I get what you're saying is that the boys are giving them the attention that they desire. She's a 30-year-old good-looking teacher, but 30-year-old kind of, you know, if if you your friends have grown up. And then she probably gets attention from a guy. I'm right here. Well, that, right here. I was going to get to you too. <laughs> so, anyways, back to your play. You get to cast your leading ladies. Now, me, if Cody was here, Invisible They're Cody's not, here. Yeah, I'm going to say if you can't score with one of your leading ladies in your own play, I'm going to say go gay. I actually because you're done. Well, no. Here's the thing. It's your play. I I get that, but here's the thing. Even yes, I can cast my leading ladies. But it would be very unprofessional for me to try to. I mean, that's Harry Weinstein. Didn't, no, no, wait, no, 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 no. Didn't Andrew Lloyd Webber date Sarah Brightman during the Phantom, Rochelle? 
And Andrew Lloyd Webber was like a lot. I don't think it's unprofessional. It is unprofessional. It really is. I'm not saying do a casting couch. I'm no, no, saying no, no, no. Like, I know what you're saying, but it's still, it's still, especially if you're the director or the writer, you're or working whatever. together long I, hours. I you're sharing sandwiches. I get it. But here's the thing: it's like there in the show that I'm in right now. There really isn't like any options for me because most of them are married or have boyfriends or engaged or or whatever. Um, but it would, it's more acceptable for two actors to date each other than it would be for the writer and an actor or the writer and, or the director and an actor, uh, to date each other. Help because me out then, here, Rochelle. A ton of directors have dated actresses, man. I, yeah, I but they don't, but here's the thing. It's looked down upon if you're dating the person that like, if it's I the first show that you've worked no, no, no. together, I think he, he's, he's. What he's saying is that, that he, there'll be a chemistry with a the girl. Potential, yeah. After maybe the af- show. after the show, that Correct. is a possibility. Yes. Okay. Not during the show, though. I'm not saying you're manipulating power. Yeah, yeah. I'm not saying you're forcing her. I'm no, saying the po- long hours, yeah, the there's, chemistry. There's a possibility. She's in character in love with Tim, who's really Jim. And well, no, there because there isn't there isn't that person. It's all the all the female. Uh, characters are the ones that are the bad dates. There is no, there is no, uh, love interest for t- the, the, it's a comedy, but at the end of it, it basically ends with, uh, him still looking. But they have to be drawn. So let's say no, that they're, they're, they're not, not just because that's no, just no, 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 it. No. It's the, that's the comedy of it. Do people just audition without reading scripts anymore? Because like they like the the play, so they have to like your character. Well, they would like the they, they like don't have the to comedy like the of it. Bad people. Well, no, no, they like the comedy of it. They like the the comedy of errors. The you know the um the the woman who tells me to put a baby inside her. Okay. The woman who is the you know athlete who's sitting there just dripping, you know, on the salsa chips or whatever, and then decides that. Nope. And then just literally leaps over the fence and runs away. You know, the, um, who are some of the other ones I put? Oh, uh, the girl that ended up being a guy, uh, but was pretending to be a girl. Uh, there's that one. There's the, um, That's Cass Cody. Oh, uh, uh, there's Blackout <laughs> Betty. Blackout Betty is the only time that shows up twice because of oh, the, the, the first time was, you know, uh, uh, met her and she was too drunk and blah, blah, blah. And then brought her back to my place to keep her safe because guys were literally going to try to do something to her. And she was in no condition to do anything about it. So to keep her safe. And because the bar was literally half a mile down from my house, I brought her home, put her to bed. I slept on the couch, but woke up in the morning to just puke everywhere. Didn't Once again, the Gallagher. I know. That's well, the that, second, that, second that, time. That could possibly. But the second time for Blackout Betty was when she contacted me six months later and said, it's my birthday and nobody will go out and celebrate with me. You knew it. And I, so I, so I, I, being a nice guy and not having anything to do, I'm like, all right, I'll take you out for, for birthday drinks or whatever. And then same thing happened was she puked all over me. Like later on in the evening, so <laughs> that that was it. But okay, that one might be a Gallagher where just like things go splattering everywhere. That's but right. We'll see. We'll yeah, see. I think that's kind of cool. It would just it would depend on where we are, where we can mount it, and how easy it would be to clean up. Because if we're on a wooden floor, 
probably not because that stuff would soak into the wood. Oh, yeah. So we'd, you'd have to be careful about it. But so, but yeah, there's no love interest. It's just all the the bizarre things that he goes through in the search of love. But at the very end of it, it just never works out, and he's continuing to look. Originally, I had written it because when I first wrote it, uh, I it was when uh, I was dating somebody, and it was going to have a happy ending, but then she ghosted me. So then it doesn't have a happy ending, so I took that part out. And so, yeah, it just I'm old. It ends What's with ghosting me. Ghosting yeah. means she just stopped talking, all communication. Oh, all, okay. all, you know who I'm talking about. I do, but yeah. I didn't know what ghosting. Yeah, that's meant. what ghosting means. Okay. You're you're a ghost. You're a ghost. Is okay. basically what it is. Um. So yeah. So then I changed the and, and and you know some of the other people that are working on it with me, the other producers and stuff, they're like, no, no, leave the happy ending. And I'm like, but it's not. There's no happy ending. There's no happy ending. So I'm not going to put a happy ending in this. Five hundred days of summer. I don't. I haven't seen that movie. Um. Yeah. Don't ruin it for. Me. So, anyways, uh, yeah, there's there's no happy ending. Um, well, in Lost in Translation, there's no happy ending. Yeah, actually, there's a name for those type of uh, plays. I forget. Shit. Uh, I'll look uh, it up right now. Yeah. But yeah, um, so we may change it. We haven't. We haven't. You know, we're not even going to start trying to cast it until probably August. So we got we got some time. So we'll see. But yeah. I like it for it to have a happy ending, but my life doesn't have a happy ending. So why should the play? That's not true, Jimmy. You're it is just true. getting you're just getting started. No, no, I mean, I've been single for over 2 years now. I was single. You for two haven't years. had me and Cody okay. working on it long Hold enough on. yet. I was single for 2 years, then dated somebody for 5 months, then she ghosted me, and then single again for another 2 years. So I'm not even really counting that 5 months because it was it was like it never happened. So but, but, technically, it was four years, four and a half. But you've been hanging out with us for those four and a half years, so it makes up for it. Well, yeah. I mean, you're the, some of the few people that keep me actually sane. Yours would be kind of. a post-romance play. Yes. Which is offers a negative perspective of love, sex, romance, and dating. It's not a negative perspective. It's a comedic perspective and the things that you go through to try to find that connection. The dates that you have to go through, the craziness that you're willing to endure to try to find that connection. Yeah. Right. Chris was single for six years straight. Who's Chris? My boyfriend. Oh. He's still single because you guys aren't really dating. (laughs) They got a wedding date, but they're not together. Yeah. What? Yeah. But I mean, we are, but. You are, but you're not. There are no labels. Yeah. Oh, okay. It's not Facebook official. Oh, oh well, hell, not, I'm not, not If it's not Facebook, not if it's not that, Facebook official, it doesn't actually exist. Right. Okay, then, exactly. Hall <laughs> pass. I told, I told Chris to take the single thing off. Yeah. Facebook, oh, yeah. Though. I'm well, like, no, that needs to go well, away. Well, no, you don't even have to do that. All you have to do is just hide your relationship status. Yes, that, so it yeah, doesn't that's say what anything. I told him to do. <laughs> yeah, so it doesn't say anything. No. Hmm. Uh, also. You guys are common law Facebook official. Also, you guys have been together for so long. Um, also, there's the concept of a floating world, fleeting pleasures that are too alienating or immoral to facilitate meaningful relationships. No, it's not that. It's a comedy. It's just a. Well, I don't think hey, they're look saying at, it's not a comedy. It, so, it's just a comedy, and weird things happen, and it's funny, and you laugh at it. 
and you laugh at my pain. There you go. I don't want to do that. But aesthetically, what no, it's aesthetically, what do you think? Uh, I mean, you described a little bit of it, but like uh, aesthetically, how do you do a comedy with lighting, costumes, and like what what kind of aesthetically? Same, same way that you would do any other play, just straight. Like, I mean, you just the comedy doesn't come from the the scenic elements. The comedy comes from the situation. Comedy is. Abnormally pe- is abnormal people being or normal people being put in abnormal situations and having and it having a comedic effect. That's what actual comedy is. Now, there's I mean, there's different kinds of comedy. There's slapstick comedy. There's physical comedy. There's, you know, intellectual comedy. There's black comedy. There's, you know, all sorts or dark comedy or, you know, um, or uh, what is it? Um uh gallows humor uh all sorts of comedy but comedy at its root is normal people being put in abnormal situations for comedic effect i just I, want people to see exactly what i'm seeing i mean it's just like it's like yeah. a freaking eclipse dude <laughs> like around like the buildings as it's crazy like you're like a shadowy figure me yeah, like oh. I mean, just like from Good, another well, the world. Sun's, the sun's right in your eyes. Uh, I was going to transition to from another. I was going to transition to this a little bit because everybody's talking about it, and then, like I said, besides the Heard and Williams fight and um, the UFC stuff that uh, you know we'll cover a little bit, but um, Game of Thrones, no interest, never going to watch it. Uh, but I have been following like the spoiler. Rochelle's caught up. Well, she Hell had time. Yeah, yeah. yeah, you are. And yeah. so what I'm what I'm getting at here is, uh, are you caught up? I am caught up. Are you going to watch it all? No. Yeah, you've watched only like 10 movies, so there's no way you're going to watch Game of Thrones. No. Um, you're not caught up, though. I am caught up. Oh, you're caught up. Okay. Yeah. So everybody saying this season really sucks. What, do you, you agree? I totally disagree. 100% disagree. Rochelle? Oh, but I read the art, the article that you shared yesterday about it, and, and but that was more about like because he the author had based it on military, well, it, uh, it, combat. Yeah, and I mean, there's a little the bit strategy. of that. There's a little bit of that, and actually, it is true what he said. Game of Thrones is very loosely based off of the War of the Roses, which was an actual event in. Our, our world's history. Not the Michael Douglas movie. No, no, not the Michael Douglas movie. The War of the Roses were, was a civil war basically in England between the Tudors and, uh, oh, I'm going to forget. Anyways, um, but yeah, so there's, you know, warring kings, warring kingdoms and, you know, all that stuff like that. But I see, here's the thing. Everybody's like, oh, they're, you know, we're not getting the closure that we need for these characters that we've been following for eight seasons and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, look, here's the thing. No matter what they do, it is not going to be enough for everybody because they've invested so much time. People that started from season one, episode one, and have literally been following this thing for eight years of their life. They want or, everything. Or two and a half. Weeks. I know. I was saying, but they want everything wrapped up in a nice little bow. They want all the character arcs to be exactly how they want them to be. So people are not going to be satisfied. I personally, 
I think, yes, they are maybe rushing towards the end, and maybe there are some little things that they could have expanded on a little bit, but I think it's ending exactly how it, like, George R.R. Martin said it should end, and I think that everything that they're like, oh, well, all this character development over the last eight seasons has just been thrown out the window. No, it hasn't. Every single thing that you see that they're like, oh, well, the character, you know, did this. The whole point of of George R.R. R. Martin's books is to completely throw in the face of tropes. So in every other story, you have this character arc of this character. And by the end, the the redemption arc, they redeem themselves and they f- they find the error of their ways and they're going to make right. That's not life. And George R.R. R. Martin is very much like the good guys don't win. The bad guys sometimes win. Shit happens. The people that you care about, they're going to die. Like that is what he's done. And so these character arcs that people think that, you know, like one specific one I people. And, okay, if you're listening right now and you watch Game of Thrones, but you're not caught up on the season, I'm going to give you 10 seconds. I'm going to pause for 10 seconds so that you can either go forward or stop listening or whatever, because I'm going to do a little bit of a, a spoiler. All right. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, <laughs> 2, 1. Okay. Jamie Lannister. All right. Jamie Lannister in the very first episode pushes a kid out of a tower window and basically paralyzes him for life because he was having sex with his sister and he didn't want anybody to know. And he thought he was going to kill him. All right. Okay. He was a horrible person. Now during the seasons, because of things that he went through, he started having this redemption arc and everybody thought that he kind of, redeemed it like he did he started doing good things because it was the right thing to do and he did and he you know basically everybody thought that he had gone away from Cersei that he had become a better person that he you know that he realized how terrible Cersei his sister was but in every season he did horrible things for Cersei so everybody thought he was going to kill Cersei and they end up dying together. And everybody's like, that's not Jamie. That completely throws it, you know, out of, you know, his arc out the window. But it doesn't because Jamie Lannister, yeah, he did some good things, but he wasn't, he was beyond redemption. He did horrible, horrible things and he wasn't, he did them all for his sister. And so, it was fitting that they ended up dying together in this last episode. You know, Man, that he you really spoiled it. Well, I'm just saying, you know, shit the bed there. Well, I said spoilers. I got you. Know, you. And I gave people the, the I don't chance. care. Yeah. I, I know Larkin's not going to watch it. I'm not going to yeah. watch it. And everybody thought, oh, the, you know, this person should have killed Cersei or that person should have killed Cersei or she should have died this way or whatever. And they died basically by having the castle fall on top of them. Everybody's like, oh, that was a terrible death. And no, it was kind of fitting. They died like rats in a cave, which is what they are. They really were, both of them. They were kind of just these measly little rats, and they don't deserve a heroic death or a significant death. Just die with being forgotten, basically. Even with what you've said, I mean, it seems like it's been a general trend that we've forgotten that 
like horrible things happen it, to good people. Yeah. And like media has made it kind of seem like, yeah, bad things happen, but they're always super distant and they're never close. And like these people have been following these characters for so many years and they wanted everything to end well. Right. But reality is things don't ever really end well. No, no. And, and, and there's a line from, I think it was two seasons ago or maybe last season. Uh, one of the, one of the most villainous characters in all of Game of Thrones, Ramsey Bolt, uh, Bolton. Who said, and I quote, if you think this is going to have a happy ending, you haven't been paying attention. That line right there, to me, sums up this exact last season of Game of Thrones. If you think this is going to have a happy ending, you haven't been paying attention. My, my, my issue, and because I was telling Brad, like, I'm not, I'm not here. I'm in Westeros right now, right. and I've been there for a while. Right. <laughs> um, because you binge-watched it over two and a half weeks. Yeah. Eight eight years worth of shows in two amazing. and a half weeks. She's not It here. really was, wasn't it? Yes. Yes. But here's my issue. Yeah. So um, there, there was such character development with 10 episodes in a season mm-hmm. to where it wasn't all crammed in into six. Right. And I, that's my issue with this y- last yeah. season is that it probably, sh- and I, I it, think it was because of budget, but I really do think that they should have added, stretched it out a little bit longer because there is so much that they're going to have to cram into their hour and 20 minutes yeah. on Sunday yeah. that it, it is going to leave well, a little sour here, taste in your mouth. Here, Here's the thing. I have a prediction and I'm not a hundred percent certain on this, but if you look at what they teased after the after Sunday's night's episode on May 26, mm-hmm. they're going to do a documentary behind the scenes, which means that there is a Sunday between the last episode and that documentary. I think they're going to have a surprise episode. Wait, well, I thought the last episodes this week. Well, they're saying they're it's this talking week. about that they're because the fans are so upset with how it ended that they may possibly be reshooting. Wow, dude! They, yes, well, I don't cult. think they're going to do that. I, that's 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 no, I, I don't think they're going to do that. But I think, but I shot. think there is a secret episode that they're maybe they have alternate endings that they're going to surprise everybody with because I it's think not even the endings that's that's gonna that's upsetting me. It's the fact that. There is so much still to deal with between, say, three characters right now. Three, yeah. Four. Well. I don't car- – Arya, I don't count because she's just got a mission. She's in yeah. tunnel vision. Yeah, yeah. But I'm talking between Sansa, Tyrion, Jon, and, and Daenerys. Right. There's so much that has to be wrapped up for the season to end. Danny's going to try to kill Jon. He's going to escape. Tyrion's going to sacrifice himself so that Jon can escape. Arya's going to kill Danny, and then we just basically don't know who's going to sit on the Iron Throne at the end of it. Yes, I don't think there's going to be an actual declared winner at the end. I think it's going to be left ambigu- a- ambiguously. All right. I think we should go out there and do a poll, see who wins. <laughs> well, I mean, no, enough people, people there. but people might they be. They probably watched it. Well, and here's the thing, though. Right, we're the but only there ones might be that enough, 
there might right. be enough people that haven't seen it that people start talking about it and then it's spoilers. So we don't want to we don't want to deal with that mess. I want you to know you said I couldn't be a member of that group. There's a 90 year old guy walking around the young Catholic. Profession. You just said, why can't I be a part? And I said, you're not young. I'm you never said that, say that that guy's not young right there. He might be a pastor. He, he wouldn't be a pastor. He would be a yeah, or father. A, yeah. Or a priest. Uh, a, not a, no, or um deacon. Or a deacon. Could be a deacon. I'm just saying they're having fun you, out you, there. We could I, do a poll. Well. We haven't done a poll lately. You know what we could do? They we could be- bring we could bring somebody in here. Oh good God. I'm just saying, like, hey, if you've caught up on Game of Thrones and you want to talk about it, you know, come on in and just, you know, Speak for it for a minute or something. I'd be like, it sucks. <laughs> yeah. It's I hated this. I hated this season. They're killing off all my favorite characters. They're you not giving they, them the death they deserve. The only, uh, no. See, so I was, I was angry. I wish that Cersei had died more violently. Yeah. Because she was so evil. Um, but you knew that people you, that you cared about were going to die yeah. from the first episode well, I knew, or I, first season. But you I knew. think the the thing that – okay, so first of all, I have to say my favorite part of last episode was Clegane Bowl 2019. That fight between Sandor and the Mountain was everything that I hoped it would be and how they both went out mm-hmm. was just – it was poetic justice. No, I did It like was that. poetic justice. My favorite part was when the Mountain pulled the knife out of his eye and that look on Sandor's face is just like, oh, what is it going to take to kill you? Yeah. I, he didn't use the C word enough, though, I think, in that fight. Uh. Well, I, I will tell you this, guys. Yeah. I don't think history, television history, is on your side. Seinfeld, Sopranos, normally New Heart Show, where oh, he just woke up the at the end of the night. The last episode sucked. T- typically, yeah. the fans hate him. The Seinfeld yeah. episode, the. Now, now granted, well, first of all, Seinfeld totally was a terrible show to begin with. I love, oh, I I love it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, Brad, I'm on your team with this. Uh, yeah, dude. The jokes are so fucking funny. Yes. In that. I grew up on that. I mean, just like it's just weird. I mean, it really is a show about nothing, but I can the the, the brilliance of Seinfeld. You know how you're like there's the spoilers. Seinfeld is convincing people it was good. No, no, no. You know how you're like if there were spoilers, ten, nine, eight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you can jump into any Seinfeld season, and you don't have to watch the four uh-uh. before. You just have to kind of guess, like, all right, who's he dating this one? Who's Elaine right. with? Is she still with yes. Putty? I think we like this because we can hop into any show and be like, Anytime. I can watch this for 10 minutes and it's still that, funny. That, and if it's one of my favorite episodes, I'll watch it over and over <laughs> and over <laughs> again. Like Kramer painting one. The He's, you know. See, uh, I like New Girl because of that, that right. aspect too. Right. But there is a little bit more of a storyline yeah, in New Girl. Yeah, but same but... thing. You can just throw it in and be like, all right, what are we going to throw in this disc? All right. But what I'm saying is the history, the New Heart show was a, a big one. People loved it. And then like he just woke up and he was in his old show yeah. with his old wife. Yeah, yeah. And then the Seinfeld episode, they were, they were on trial for a stupid law. Like uh, just and then uh, the Sopranos where they don't know if Tony Black got out. it or yeah. not. Right. Yeah. Did the guy go in there and get a gun and come back out or don't stop believing and he just had t- time with his family? I have a feeling you guys are just going to be let down. No, it, but I'm not. That's exactly it. No matter how they end it, it's exactly how it should have ended. Okay, what if it ends with no conclusion of who has the so throne? I'm, that's exactly how I expect it to end. That's what I just said. <laughs> Would you not be yeah, mad? That's what he just that's said. What I, I know, but wouldn't you be mad? No, no, because... You don't need well, conclusion. No, I do. But at the same time, I... 
what I had wanted is all changed. Because, because everybody the, the characters have developed. Right. And that's just it is everybody starts when they watch the show, everybody starts to figure out what's going to happen to what character. And then they start having their own fan theories about how they think this character is going to go. And every time that you think you know how a character is going to go, it You're completely knock this right off. If you it, keep shaking the table, it keeps it. It changes, I you know, touching that table, woman. That was like take some crazy physics. It it, it going, changes. Jimmy. It changes. So that's just it. Is I honestly, I honestly expect the show to end with no definitive conclusion and left it ambig- ambiguously. Okay. That's how I expect it to end. Now, if it ends more conclusive, that's fine too. That's how George Martin, the guy that wrote all of this. Wanted it to end because he told the showrunners, this is what happens at the end. This is the characters that I want you, you know, that will remain. This is what's going to happen. This is how they're going to die and go. And the showrunners basically just went. So this is still all George R.R. Martin's doing. Now, what if like another cult TV show from the 60s, Star Trek, like it goes into movies? It won't. It won't. They're they're gonna do well. They're it won't, but they are gonna do a prequel uh, series, which is gonna take place thousands of years before this took place during what's called in Westeros the Age of Heroes. So you're gonna see all the stuff that they talk about in Game of Thrones, how the creation of the White Walkers, the First Men, the Targaryens, uh, the Targaryens, the how you know it was all brought together. You're going to see all of that story occur. So where do you guys think it ranks? I know you guys don't follow Walking Dead and stuff, but where do you think it's going to rank as TV series all time? It'll be up there. It'll be up there. I don't maybe top 20. Oh, okay. I mean, maybe top 10, but I don't know. It but I think it'll be up there. Now, part of the reason why uh this show kind of got rushed was yeah, maybe a little bit of budget, but it was more based off the fact that they have the prequel show that they need to start working on and the two front runners, uh D and D, uh Dave and something, uh are gonna be making a Star Wars trilogy movies. Okay. So they're, they they kind of wanted it to end so they could move on to the next project because they've all been working on this for, you know, the... the, the I'm just saying they could have thrown in, you know, another two. I, I get that. I do. And I get that. And HBO actually offered them a whole other season. But I think by this point in time, they just needed it to Not to a whole end. other season. I'm just saying... A couple more episodes. more episodes. I get that. But I think... Like, this was the most expensive season out of all of them, and they only had six episodes. Because of dragons. Well, no, because they had dragons in the other seasons, but the amount of devastation, the amount of the the battle of Winterfell. King's Landing is just gone. Yeah. The battle of Winterfell, uh, it took them 55 nights in sub-zero freezing weather to shoot the battle of Winterfell, which was... By far one which of the was the bu- one from like a couple episodes ago. Yeah, which was just I mean there there were there were actors the white, that White Walkers. There there were actors that were that were crying because they were so miserable because of how long and how terrible the conditions were to film in you know this the, that episode. No one googled green screen. 
Or... Well, no, but that's just it. Is they they were filming in uh, Iceland or Greenland or wherever Iceland. it is. That they, Screw Iceland, that. yeah. Mm-hmm. But in the middle of winter, but to make it you know more authentic. But that's just it. It was like because they could only film at night. They it took them so long to do because they only had you know between this time and this time that they could film sunrise sundown. Well, sundown and sunrise, sunrise but sundown, uh, but that's not it's opposite. not even that. It's two hours after sundown because it had to be pitch black. Remember because it I has told to be you pitch black. Episode that you could barely see anything. Yeah, oh, the ones that people are bitching about. Yeah, yeah. It's so extremely it, dark. Two two hours after sundown and two hours before sunrise is the only time that you can film a, a scene like that because the light will actually start to lighten things and cameras pick them up quickly when it starts to change so in order to get that pitch black night it had to be you can't film until two hours after sundown and you can't film two hours before sunrise so they only had like six hours that they could film and they had this massive battle going on and i mean it was massive so much stuff going on so many effects so many people it was just crazy but it was so brilliant. And the people that were complaining about not being able to see it was because they were trying to watch it on their tablet. You can't watch an episode like that on your tablet. I watched it. Uh, but 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 it was very dark <laughs> for you, right? Well, no. So I had to actually <laughs> I had to have it. I did it in the living room for yeah. the most part. And I was in my chair. But for that episode Yeah. Brad's had a lot of good times yeah, yeah. while she's been in. You were sleeping. <laughs> That's what he means by good times. So, like, here's the edge of my couch. Yeah, yeah. 64 hours of good times. Yeah, yeah. And my phone's down here, and I literally was like this. (laughs) Yeah. You know, so I'm blocking all of the sun from, like, reflecting on it. Oh, my God. That had to be terrible to watch. You got to watch it on a big screen, and you got to change the the, the adjustments on your TV so that it's not so dark. Then you can see I had no problems watching the episode. I had no problem seeing all those things that other people missed because I watched it on my TV with all the lights off and I adjusted the brightness just a little bit because I knew it was going to be a night battle. Well, here's my question. Yeah. Where's everyone watching it Sunday? Uh, I'm not. I, I will be. Uh, you guys aren't in the room. Yeah, I'm I will not be, coming. I will be, <laughs> I will be watching it when I get home from rehearsal. So uh, I'll oh, so probably you're taping it late. Yeah, I'll it later. be watching it later. Yeah, yeah see, I'm Go trying to Facebook. get with Let my, my girlfriends and because yeah. and, they all watch it too and yeah. get our Oreos together and yeah. get some red wine. I I'm <laughs> although we I just I just sent something to my friend. Nothing screams good I times drink. like wine and Oreos. I drink Damn and I know straight. things. I know. <laughs> you know nothing. Well, you know nothing, Johnson. I am the god of tits and You wine. could come home and tell me this person won, and my day would be fine. You could tell me this person won, my day would be fine. But that's just it. There is no, like, everybody's like, oh, who's going to win? It's not a win. It's. By definition, I, like, Game I mean, of Thrones. I know, game. but that should, but. But when you play the, the quote is when you play the Game of Thrones, you either win or you die. Is basically what the quote is, and that was uh, Tywin Lannister that you just said contradicted. That. Yourself. I know, but the whole point is that it's not a game. I am not logically I just arguing sent this anymore. To you guys. With you. Yeah, I saw that. I saw that. Yeah, I didn't see that. It's a Game of Thrones. <laughs> it's nice. We probably weren't sent it. 
Night's no, Watch. No, you're not in that that's, group. That's yeah. good. Um, yeah, single easy. malt scotch whiskey. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's right up your alley, Brad. Yeah, I'm in. <sighs> you, can't, you can't drink it until you watch the, the show. Yeah. The I'm entire never show. Watch the show. Well, then you can never drink it. it. I don't want it. <laughs> yeah. And we, remember, we found we did see um, Game of Thrones wine at uh, Plato 8. I just want regular wine. There you go. Yeah, you don't need to see the episode for that. Hey, they're videotaping us. Or they were. <laughs> no, I mean, I was gonna make like a- I, I'm, but that, that's the whole thing is people are like, oh, the the writers are not doing it the way that I thought the writers should be doing it. So this is just terrible writing. They're not your characters. You don't get a say in what happens to these characters. If you want, if you think you can do better, write your own goddamn show. Write your own goddamn books. I Otherwise, shut up. No, I, I, I appreciate that you guys are. He wasn't talking to you. I wasn't oh. talking to you. I'm saying, I'm talking He's to the, all the, the whiners. The whiners. It's like, oh my God, they did all these things in my characters. And, <laughs> you know, they're not your character. Shut up. Every fourth day I go to Rochelle and I'll be like, tell me what happened. Yeah, he does. <laughs> okay. And then I, I nod. I'm like, I do some facial expressions. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> you know, like, the dragons died? What? Yeah, like, you know, two of her right. kids died. Her best friend died. No. She the lost, and then just like she, this. she lost the love of her life, second love of her life. She lost most of her army. I mean, the the key to acting anybody like, would flip. The key to acting like you're listening to somebody. This is a little trick I do. Um, you pause them and say, "Hold on for a second and act like you got to do something and then come back to them. And they think you, you gave them your attention because you're like, pause it. I want to hear what you're saying. Go back to it. And then go back. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> do you know, do you but know, it works. Do, you, do you know how to, <laughs> do you know how to convince somebody that you're listening to them? You actually just, listen to them. Oh yeah. But I mean, you, you got to understand. You, I do listen. Mm-hmm. But you got to understand, first off, the names are ridiculous from the show. I don't have to understand show. anything. No, 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 no. The names are ridiculous. So she'll say, like, this is Gregarious. And I'll be like, you mean this guy? And she'll be like, no, that's Ruggeri. Okay. Like, I'm like, Well, hold God. on. First of all, like, I mean, first of all, Game of Thrones, the books, read like goddamn Genesis of the Bible. Then, this begat that, begat that, begat that. Or like the beginning of Lord of the Rings books. The show streamlined the books tremendously, cut out a whole bunch of characters, the characters that had been staying on for many times in the books. Once they died on the show, the show left them dead, didn't bring them back and confuse everybody. The books are so much worse than the than the show. If you can't follow the show, then you have a learning disability. Well, Rochelle's the type of girl that will probably read the books afterwards, I think. The show's done, she'll probably go back. No, because I had the book, the first one, and I I never got a chance to read it, and that was so long it's, ago. It's it's really see here's the thing and there so are in the some books, books that are that are just difficult to read yeah and wicked is i can't read wicked yeah and the problem with the the other problem with the books is that it's not linear so you read the book and they and it jumps around by characters and what's going on and so when i've read the first few books i actually had a flow chart to try to figure out what was happening when the show streamlines that all so that it's a linear story so that way like in the book in chapter like let's say three 
you're following Jamie Lannister and something that he's doing. Then in chapter nine, they talk about, you know, uh, Sansa Stark or something like that and, and what she's doing. But now both of those things are happening at the exact same time, but they're seven chapters apart. You know, so like you forget who's doing what and who's where and but the show streamlines that all into one linear story. So, you know, what's happening when and at the time that it's actually happening. And for people that are tuning in and going, when are they going to talk boxing and MMA? This is a little secret. One time we talked Star Wars and we had the most listeners we ever had. So we're going to hashtag this GOT. This is just like I know people are going to listen. Yeah. They'll be like, all right, game. But, he, but here's the know. thing. I mean, I love our listeners. I love boxing and, I, and MMA and combat sports and stuff like that. But nerds rule the internet. There's so when fighting you are, in Game of Thrones. When you are, there's a lot of fighting they in Game of Thrones. They told him he'd like it. There's a lot of fighting in Game like, of Thrones, and there's like a lot real of fighting, like when Larkin. There, there's right like, now. there's like murder and all sorts of stuff. Well, I, I mean, it's. I heard it, there's a lot of murder. There's a lot of murder. There's a lot of murder, and it's really cool. A lot of blood, really cool stuff, too. But anyways, um, but yeah, no, nerds rule the internet, so when you have a internet-based radio show, you kind of want to cater to the nerds. Just saying. We are today. I was saying we are today. I was listening, and I was was telling the non-nerds how to act like you listen, where you just, like, hold it for a second. (laughs) There we go. Or, or you just actually listen to what they're I saying. I do. I told I told you the number one thing is like the good the names are very confusing. I understand that. Um then I then I follow up with her. I'm like, yeah. are you talking the one with dragons or are yeah. you talking this? Or are you talking Are that? you talking the little guy? The little guy, right. Tyrion. Yeah, but there's a name like Tyrion. Tywin. No, I no, never no, no, talked no, about no, Tywin no, 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 no. There's a name like Tyrion, so like I get confused. I'm Ron? like no, there's not. She said I'd like Tyrion though, the way he You would like Tyrion. The way he Peter Dinklage and... is one of my favorite actors on that show. Well then I hope he wins. Sunday. Mm, he doesn't have a claim to the throne. Mm, you say he has a fifty percent chance of winning? I'd say he has like a five percent chance of winning. I don't know see how he oh, he's would taller though. than that. Doesn't matter though. Really, really, it boils down to two people. It really boils down to two people who have a <laughs> "quote unquote" claim on the throne. I love when I make like my own jokes that I only laugh at. Uh, he has a half a chance. Yeah, well, that's yeah. funny as fuck. Yeah. Cody would be rolling. <laughs> but, Cody watches it, God, but Cody you know. does not. Sydney does. I know. Okay, but uh, he does. They probably he does, both do. He yeah. does the whole time. One of them watches. No, no, no. I bet That's you. It. I bet you. Cody does watch. Yeah, I bet you. I'm he sure does. Cody does. Too. Ask him right now. Oh, fine. Go, Cody. Do you watch know, GOT? I don't know if gonna, I don't and know if, if he's, he's gonna... like, I don't know what GOT is. He doesn't watch it. Uh, he might not respond. I mean, yeah, he's training. You guys, you guys take forever to respond to anything I ask. What? I'm off a of two days. Okay, well, Two I'm days. off of Facebook. And so. you told me, well, I don't uh, I don't have a Facebook Messenger, so uh, just text message me. So I text message you one day, and you don't respond to the, till like, an hour before, like, the show. I can't tell you, like, from nine on, this how is, many things I This is where I'm going to say the same thing that I say to him when his mom calls him and can't get a hold of him. I called you. I called you. Who in the fuck am I? Ooh, good point. She had well, her phone. Well, no, what, I, no, what, what? When I, I message, always, it, it, when I Facebook message 
and ask Brad if we have a show tonight. Okay, but you know None what? None of you respond. No, I can tell you. It's because I shut the fucking notifications <laughs> off for that group. Oh, well. The group's funny. You're, you're invited, Larkin. You yeah. gotta add me. <laughs> I, right. Oh. And then there's a man's group that it's just like the boys. Yeah, yeah thank I've God heard I'm that that's that one's a just, disaster. Nah. That's just, that's funnier jokes that we can't share with you guys. Although it's been well, lame it's, lately. It's, it's, uh, it's what they deem funny. <laughs> Half the time I'm going, oh God. He's going to go right away. No, no. He doesn't have time. That's not, that's not him. That's, Rochelle that's you. That saw it. No, that's Rochelle that saw it. Oh no, I didn't say it. No, oh, I know, oh, I, I know. Say, I'm yeah, just yeah. saying that no. What shows have you liked over the past? Larkin, let's see if Jimmy's liked them. I've never really gotten into many. Have shows. you ever completed a show? No. Episode nev- never. Never. Mm-hmm. Never binge watched anything and no. finished. Okay. I'm so busy. I, I get know. bored. I get so bored. It's bad. Okay, I'd- you like cars? Um, have you finished all the Fast and Furious movies? I've seen them all, not in order. Are they good? Eh. Never. They're seen a little one of them. like. Exaggerated. No if you actually know what you're like, if you actually know about cars, you're like, well, that would never happen. But it's still fun to watch. Because I only like, oh. like Tokyo Drift. I don't know why, but I liked that one. It's good. I, I like them all. I mean, they're all good. It's, oh. They're just like a little dramatized, little Hollywoody, right? But I mean, are they making another that... one that's like with The Rock and Jason Statham, like their characters why from not? that series or something? Yeah. Makes money. Yeah, they yeah. are. It's whether or not Larkin, who is in that industry, identifies with it because that's once again oh, a yeah. niche market. Everyone, yeah, everyone was uh, touched by that movie. Like everyone that's involved in cars was in some way touched by that movie because of like the sense of community and like how everything works out. Like even though it's Hollywood done and like you can tell that. It still touches home, like because it's more about ra- more than just racing, right? They yeah. they rip off banks and shit. Yeah, right? yeah, but like the sense of family, like that is true with the car scene. Like you do find a family in like that scene, so it's cool. But hmm. I have seen all those movies, which that probably is the only series of movies I've seen all the movies of. Actually, uh, so X Files, I went all the way through. Um, Californication yep. the first time when it was episode I just, out, I did. That show's brilliant. I just, um, I've tried to watch it and I, I don't know. I just, after just, that, but I, I don't think, know how many shows I have done every episode. Not a lot. I think Californication, I can't. Yeah, I did. Well, yeah. I missed. Okay. So I missed a half a season. Like two or three when they were doing the numbers and going in ground and then found the other people on the other island. Yeah. That one. But I didn't miss anything. I came back and it was the same. Mm-hmm. Except I asked people, I was like, what happened with the smoke monster? And they're like, nothing. I was like, that was stupid then. I've never seen an episode of Lost. I haven't either. You would like it, Jimmy. I no. Yeah. Uh, let me rephrase that. I watched an episode and I went, nope, this is just stupid. And I never watched another episode again. Hmm. Like, mm-hmm. I think I think I actually did want when it first came out, I watched like the pilot episode and like the episode after that. And then I just got in uninterested. And then like later on that season or maybe one of the episodes in like season two, I tried watching it. And I'm just like, no, I'm, I'm just not interested. I just I, I really most of the actors were very flat and very wooden in their acting. 
Mm. I think that's what kind of caught me was that you could definitely tell that they were acting. They were soap opera acting, not acting, acting. Right. And that kind of, I don't like soap opera acting. Yeah, that's kind of what I'm talking about with the Fast and Furious movies, too. Like, it was a little overdone. Yeah. It's soap opera. And the reason so it's called soap opera acting because you literally get the script, like, as you're walking out, and you have to improv a little bit. What are you doing here? Yeah. (laughs) But my favorite, uh, do you ever watch the show Psych? No. Uh, no, no. I've never okay. Seen that one. That's a show that I've watched from beginning to end a couple of times now because it's really funny. I personally like it. Not everybody does, but I the humor, um, I, I really enjoy it. Um, but uh, he, uh, one of the characters, Sean, uh, they were trying to solve a murder, and he uh, goes on a Spanish soap opera or whatever to try to ingrain himself. But it's just the the over the you know. You know, uh, so I am here to get your package. You know, like that just really. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, it's so ridiculous. But that's kind of soap operating. It's just way over the top. Like, just over. It's 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 melodrama. Right. It's over drama. You know, well, then the Mexican soap operas, the babies are played by adults. Well, and 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 in Mex in the in American the soap opera development like took yeah. that to even the stream with um, like, the little things and stuff the, yeah uh, in in American soap <laughs> operas it's the women that cry in Mexican soap operas it's the men that cry oh. like Ooh. yeah it's actually so like an example you know it's like guy comes in you know opens the door oh ay 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 Maria Maria, oh, ay, 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 opens the door. Mm-mm. Maria, as Fernando, me as hombre, es coochie coochie. <laughs> Por qué? At least we got that on video. <laughs> I know. That's awesome, man. Yeah. So, I mean, that's what, that's a, you know, the guys are getting all weepy and the women are very strong and, you know, all that kind of stuff. And it's the complete opposite of, American soap operas, which you act like you know me. I you don't know me. Don't know me. <laughs> I will no, kill your sister. There's nothing better than Telemundo. I am your sister. Weather Girls. Have you ever seen those girls? What Weather Telem- Girls? The oh, Telemundo, Telemundo Weather Girls. Yeah, yeah. Have you seen? <laughs> yeah, their boobs are like up to their nose. They like they, they have they have no meteorology <laughs> skills, but it doesn't. That's matter. exactly what it is. Is they're just models, and they to they, do the thing. They show it from head to toe, like the whole map. They're like. <laughs> Don't yeah. be concerned about South America down here. We just wanted a full <laughs> shot of her. Exactly. They're gorgeous, like every one of them. And Sorry. I don't need to know what it's going to be like in Mexico this day, but I'll check it out sometimes. <laughs> I'll be like 76 at night, Mexico City, not too bad, yeah. Mexico City. Mexico. But um, I'm pretty sure none of them have meteorology degrees. No. We're like here, we they don't. think they're supposed to study. Yeah, they, they have to. Yeah, I but I think that's all. Like, I think if you were a meteorologist on Channel Two, mm-hmm. I was on four. Mm-hmm. She was on fifty, and she was on seven. Mm-hmm. Everybody think, be watching her. Well, yeah. Well, and Rochelle too. But what I'm getting at is, don't you think that we would have had a sit down at a bar and say, "All right, you do the work the first week of the month, and then you do the work the second week. I'll do it the third and fourth, and we just share the information." Like, well, I there's, think we'll have tornadoes. Well, like, that's 
and, and the, the whole thing is, is even with the meteorologists, when they're tracking like at the news stations and stuff like that, they're still in communication with the National Weather Service. They're still in communication with other people. And yeah, the news stations do communicate with one another because they don't want to like, oh, we're not going to, you know, this guy is completely wrong. There's going to be tornadoes. We're not going to say anything. And all of their watchers are going to, you know, viewers are going to die because they watched the wrong meteorologist. They don't do that. They share information, you know, but that's, but that's just it is it's, it's not, it's not the information that is different because everything gets shared among the community itself. It's how it's presented. That's different between meteorologists and meteorologists, you know, like, and it's, it's the wording. It's the, how you present it, you know, like I might say, you know, on Thursday, we got a weather, you know, warm front coming in. Temperatures are going to go into the mid to, you know, low 60s and blah, blah, blah. And then you might say, oh, well, you know, the jet stream is going to push this hot air down here a little bit. You know, so you're saying the exact same thing that I am, and it's the exact same result, but you're saying it in a different way. You know, and I might say, you know, oh, you know, temperature is going to be 63 and you might say 61. And then you're just all you're doing is playing the price of right. Who's going to get the actual number? You know, it, it's just and it's just a, it's meteorology is one of those uh, one of those jobs where 90 percent of it is guessing and 10 percent of it is actual like analyzing the data. You just guess based on what you've seen the models that you're looking at this is probably what it's going to be like but weather and nature you can never predict no matter how hard you try she was watching uh mike risers uh yeah risers uh uh group friends the other day chaser one and it was neat every time like lightning like i think i saw a cyclone didn't i you said you saw. Thunder. I thought I saw a cyclone with lightning flashed and everything like that. But no, I I, I would think we would divide the work. Thirty one days, I'll be like, we don't have to do all thirty one days of work. We each take our time and then like share the information, you know. And you know, I I would bring to my weather forecast. I would probably bring not optimistic because I don't like Michigan, but like. Somebody that likes Michigan would be very optimistic. Like I would be like, it's 60 and there's probably lots of mosquitoes out there where you would be like, it's 60. It's a good night. Go out and like light some fireworks. And I'd be like, stay inside. Go look at the stars. Get out your telescopes. I would say, I would say drive until you can see stars because it's. Well, I mean, yeah, obviously, but. You know? Yeah, Larkin, would you be a half uh, full or a half empty kind of weather gal? I'm always half full. That's but, true. You're always chipper. But it's funny because you don't understand the concept of watching weather until you farm. Like, yes, it, it's a completely different perspective. Like, no, no matter who you talk to, like, no one has paid so close attention to the weather as like farmers have. Mm-hmm. And it's weird. Like moving here, or like when I was growing up. I would, I would like know what the weather said it was going to be for like the next week. And I would know when it changed, like, cause we were always watching the weather because we were always doing hay. And obviously you have to have four days, no rain to get hay done. Well, I didn't know that. N- no yeah. one ever knows the weather or like what's it, what it's going to do. And like the percent chance, like you don't cut hay if there's more than a 25% chance of rain. 
and stuff like that. It's so funny. It's just like a different of the fire world. hazard. No, no, it won't dry. It won't dry, and if it doesn't dry, then it gets like moldy. And, yeah, and yeah, when you bale hay, it has to be one hundred percent dry, no moisture, or you're it's going to rot from the inside. Jimmy, yeah, like. I take back what I said about you not being on Farmers Only. You deserve to be <laughs> fucking on that site, dude. I take it back. You I are, have, I have, you, you earned it. I have relatives that are farmers. That's how I, and you, I, you I worked it. on a farm. I'm not even mad you're on that site. I hope you're back on it. No, I'm not. That's because pretty there impressive. Was terrible people on there. Rochelle, half, uh, half full, half empty. Uh, depends. Why were they terrible people? They were farmers. Huh? Damn it. Trouble? What? The big orange dude. Big orange dude. Paul Bunyan? No. The big orange dude. The Cheeto. Cheeto. Oh, oh, I know it. I know. Yeah. They're his supporters. Oh yeah. shit, dude. I'm yeah. not gonna catch that. <laughs> I didn't I didn't catch that either. It took me a minute. Yeah. I don't know after the terrorists. He's, he's the he's the the he who shall not be named. Oh, I gotcha, I gotcha. Yeah, We're, we but stayed yeah, away from politics we, today. Well, I was proud of myself. They, they uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, they uh, were very ardent supporters of him, and yeah, no, no, Jimmy, too liberal for him. No, I'm not. That's just it. I'm not a liberal. I am moderate. With that beard, you could probably do Amish only now. They probably got technology. <laughs> Amish? No. They, they have, don't. They don't do online dating. No, God, no. No, that is like a hundred percent against their religion. Yeah, they made some modifications because no, I watched a haven't. reality show. Those are Mennonites, living... not actual Amish. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And, Mennonites are a little bit more modern. Yeah, my mom's and, family was Mennonite. Find and, a Mennonite site. And uh, uh, the the Amish that you were following on the growing up Amish are on the Rumspringa which means that they don't have to follow the codes of the actual Amish church. You know that Amish aren't even supposed to be photo- photographed, right? No, I didn't know that. Or yeah. be on TV. Yeah. So that's like A1 not yeah. not But during Rum Springa, uh it's for, you know, uh, uh teenagers to basically go and like be free uh and just basically go out into the world and like see what else is out there. Now, funny enough, 95% of them come back to the church, come yeah. back to the communities. But there is that 5% that say, you know what? I don't, I don't, I don't want to do this. A, a perfect example. There is a concert pianist, I believe in, uh, I, I think Stop he's it. in California now. Stop uh, concert pianist who, Stop. uh, grew up in Pennsylvania, Dutch Amish country. But when he, uh, he, uh, 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 had uh, always had this like desire to play music, and in Amish culture, it is no. it is forbidden, yeah, no, forbidden no. to play any kind of instrument. So when he went on his Rumspringa, he went to uh, one of the conservatories in in New York and actually learned how to play piano, and was such a prodigy at it, like he gained a scholarship, and so he's one of those like five percent that during Rumspringa found out that. Like his real life's passion can't exist in the Amish community. So then, but here's the problem: if you don't go back after your Rumspringa, then you are exiled from the community. Your parents, your siblings, all of your relatives—you are shunned. You are never allowed to see them again, and they are not allowed to see you. No communication, no nothing. You don't exist to them. So that even happens with Mennonites. So my mom. 
joined the Mennonite church. Like, she, she grew up completely Mennonite. Then she decided she wanted to go to college, which was already kind of frowned upon, but she went. Uh-huh. And then she decided that she did not want to be Mennonite anymore. And she can't, like, stay at her mom's house, can't give her mom gifts, can't eat at the same table as her mom or any of her family. What? Like, yeah. when we go to funerals, she has to sit at this her own separate little folding table away from everyone. Yeah. The kids' because table. She, right. But yeah. all by herself because she joined the church and then left it. Yeah, Can shunned. Mennonites listen to podcasts? No. No. They they the well, technology that they the technology that they can use are things like refrigerators, telephones. Um, I think they're allowed to have TV, but no. only but only for uh, like weather type stuff. Like they're not allowed to have cable, but they could have like basic TV, but only if they're going to use it for like weather or like emergencies or things of that nature. So there's no dating site. For no, God, no. Either. So no. my uh, my family came from one of the most conservative or like, I guess, old fashioned Mennonites. And they're allowed to have cars. They can have cell phones. Mm-hmm. They can have computers. But it has to be for like weather purposes or communicating with the family, like email Mm-hmm. Stuff like that, but they can't have TVs, cannot listen to music in the car, cannot listen to any form of entertainment. Right. Hmm. Because it's, what region it's, it's prideful. What region is was that like from? Um, Ohio. Ohio. Yeah. yeah. I Ohio was, and but Indiana. They were originally from Pennsylvania area. I was, too. I was born by an Amish, or I'm sorry, a, a Mennonite midwife in a oh, barn. Okay. Yeah. True story. Wow. But my my parents were farmers out in Minnesota. And their closest neighbors were Mennonites. And my mom was in the barn. Uh, her neighbor, Bonnie, came over to check on her. She went into labor. Bonnie went in. She called an ambulance. And she called one of the other neighbors to go find my dad and her husband. And just as the ambulance was arriving, uh, out I came. Wow. Yeah. Well, How shit. are we only hearing <laughs> this story now? I know, yeah. right? We're on year six, episode what? Yeah. 305. 304. You don't know anything, everything about me? No shit. <laughs> Damn, dude. Yeah. I didn't so see that kinda, one coming. It was kind of funny because like growing up, my dad would like, you know, when you leave the front door open, they would say, hey, were you born in a barn? And you go, hey, close that door. Were you born? God damn it, you were. <laughs> oh, nice. That's funny. That's super funny. <laughs> yeah. So so you were born in a barn by- a Mennonite a, midwife. So that was her job. Yes. That was actually what she did was she was midwife to- uh, other area. families and stuff, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. And Chuck, her husband, was a farmer, and that was, you know, what they what they did. But this was also 76, so, um, like, I don't think they owned a car, but they did have a telephone. They knew, like, how to use telephone, stuff like that, and uh, I think they had a radio, which was, like, scandalous in the area. Like, they they were, like, the liberals because they had a radio. Yeah, 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 that would have been right yeah. because you're not supposed to have radios. Yeah, how? How? Why is instrumental music bad? Prideful. Yes. So they will do church hymns, like they'll have singing nights where they'll sing hymns, mm-hmm. but it's frowned upon. The music is frowned upon because it's like somehow you're separating yourself from masses. Like the whole idea is you're supposed to exactly fit in and like your purpose is to serve God Mm -hmm. and that's your only purpose. So doing that is not serving God, that's serving self because you're separating yourself from the masses. Right. And it's not a community activity. It's a individual activity. 
And Amish are the ones that have workday requirements, like how much work, or is that a different religion? I'm thinking of like I'm Quakers not, or something. Like how much how much I'm work sure. you put in a day? That's not a Mennonite thing. I know that. I'm, for sure. I don't think it's an even Amish thing. You just like you have your farm that you farm, and like if you know if you need if the community needs something, the community comes together to build it, like a barn or a house or you know whatever. So those Amish stoves aren't really made by Amish people. Yeah, oh yeah, they are. Okay. Or descendants the, uh, of the Amish or furniture the stores. Are those real? Yeah, but they build them. Like, not everybody's a farmer. Some people, their job is to build Where's furniture. the money go? To the community? To the community, yes. Not to the and individual. And what's the community do with the money? So the community Space would. for the you, land and the taxes? Land, taxes, also like They're anything that the community They're not exempt because needs. of religion? I don't think so. I think that they still have to pay, they like... They still have to pay property Yeah, like taxes. property tax, and they have to pay, like... They don't have to pay, like... They don't have to pay for roadways. Right. They don't have to pay things of that nature, but they do have to pay for, like, the property that they own. They have to pay for, like, uh, other, like, services. Um, like, and also, maybe, like, um, the community themselves would get, you know, uh, pay for, like, let's say, you know, a new... P, uh, new uh, bride and groom get married, and they need a new barn. The community gives yeah. them the barn, so that all that money goes to the materials and all that stuff to build the barn. And then everyone chips in. Like someone will give them a horse, someone right. will give them a buggy, someone will give them like you know clothes, bedding, yeah, right. stuff of that nature. Someone will dig a well. Right. Arrange marriages or no? No. Uh, it's not arranged, but. Uh, yeah. What happens it's if not, your community doesn't have somebody? But you have favorable. to court. You have to court. Like you can't just start dating somebody. You have, as the guy, you have to go to the, the father, yep. the church first, and say, "I intend to court so and so." If the church gives you permission, then you must go to the father. The father, you say, "I intend to court your daughter." If the father looks upon you favorably, then you may court. Always with chaperone. You yep. may not be ever alone together. The first but time you're alone together is after you get married. Exactly. Yes. Oh wow. Yeah. Dang. Think, dude, think, wanna... think. America, nineteen or I'm sorry, seventeen seventies, like around that time area, and like all the things that like you could and could not do, and how you went about things. That's kind of how they still do it. That's crazy. Yeah. And but it's much more religious based. But much we're not more allowed to based. go like. Are we allowed to go visit? Um, sometimes, like it depends on the community. Like the really, really like conservative ones, probably not. But there are much more uh, open-minded uh, communities that might let you, you know, come on their property uh, and like you know see like the church, see like a couple of farmhouses or something like that. But like. They don't do tours or anything like that, and you have to be very respectful. I would be yeah. when you go and there. And yeah, no pictures. You're not and allowed no to pictures. take pictures. Abs- absolutely no pictures. Okay. Um, but you know, and that's that's just it. Is there are people that, because you know, pictures are, are technology. No, no, it's, it's separating self from community. Right. Yeah. Okay. It, I think, and it also has something to do with graven images. Um. But yeah. I could be wrong. Yeah. I think it does. Like, um, Indians believed it stole your soul. Yeah, it has nothing to do with that. It has something to do with graven images and fi- false idolatry. Wouldn't it also do with technology? 
Because like, well, I mean, yeah, a little bit, but I mean, but you're allowed to take pictures of anything else. Like Mennonites, you can take pictures of anything you want. Yeah, just Just not people. Right. So there's no family photo albums. There are some because everyone wants to have a few. Right. Right. it's frowned it's, upon right, by the church. You don't you don't display like a big picture or whatever. And if somebody were to come over, you'd probably hide it. So, you know, not t- t- showing, hey, we got a picture here. You know, it's like, but yeah, it happens. And I mean, they do have a few things. And um, uh, but yeah, you can take pictures of like property, like the buildings but not of the people because the buildings belong to the community. So it's a much more communal type thing where the people belong to the church and to God. I gotcha. We'll we'll wrap up on that. No, I learned actually a lot though. (laughs) I only, I only know these things because I, I actually growing up, like there was a small period of time where I actually looked into the homage religion as like, Maybe that's something I want to do. Right. But I, after looking into it, I'm like, no, I, I can't do that. <laughs> well, yeah, you couldn't do the podcast no more. Well, I mean, this was back before I even remotely knew who you were. That's true. This, was, this would have been like early 90s. Yeah, you couldn't do the podcast anymore. There was no such thing as a podcast then. Oh, okay. <laughs> early 90s, Brad. Really there wasn't nice. really even internet yet. The internet. The internet was fun. We'll be back next week because what we're trying to do. I will not. Uh, Jimmy won't. I'll be. I, I will. What I, we're trying to do is yeah. continue on a streak. Yeah. So Three I will not. a trend. I will not be here the next two Tuesdays, I believe, uh, because we are heading into. Uh, production time. Production time. Uh, I actually have to look at my thing here. But uh, after the show opens, uh, yeah, I will not be here. So uh, next week, definitely. But on the 28th, and the show opens on the 30th. But uh, the 28th and 29th, uh, and it's on the poster there, are what's called donation performances. And what that is is you don't have to pay the full price for the show. You just donate whatever it is that you can afford uh, to the show. And then you can see it before it actually technically technically opens the advantage of that is you can see it for cheaper the disadvantage is there might be technical issues we might have to stop and start during the you know that particular performance or whatever so you're not seeing a fully formed show yet you're seeing like while we're doing the final the previews like you had broadway yeah you're you're seeing the previews and you're seeing the production as we're getting it, you know, fully formed for the actual opening on the 30th. So I will not be here the next two weeks, but I will be here after that because our shows only run, you know, Thursday through Sunday. Rock and roll. Rock and roll. All right. We're going to wrap it up. We'll see everybody next week. Uh, a little bit more production value next week. <laughs> and we'll go from there. <laughs> Bye. We got a little right. off topic today. <laughs> we're saying, you know, it's for the nerds, for the geeks. All right. You can go check.